Welcome to the Modern Day Med Spa, a short-form podcast by Audacity Consulting so you can listen and learn on your way to the office. Learn to build a million-dollar business and gain back your time with easy frameworks, strategies, and tactics. If this is helpful, leave us a five-star review and subscribe. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Day Med Spa here with Charmaine, who's getting ready. And we got Dean in the house. We're here ready to rock and roll. Today we're talking about hiring the right team for your med spa, making sure they're part of the right culture. Oftentimes what happens, you hire the wrong person and they don't work out in the long run. I'm sure you guys have had many issues with this, but there goes the old adage of hire slow, fire fast. Got to make sure you have the right butt in the right seat. Dean here. What's going on, Dean? It's kicking like Bruce Lee. Cheers, everybody. Happy, happy to see you. Let's rock and roll today. Today, we're going to talk about how, where to find these people, how to make sure they're a good fit, what questions you should be asking, and some of the things that you need to establish on the front end before you even hire a person. So, Dean, I'll just kind of let you start, man. How do you, what are some ways that med spot owners can uh, best attack finding right people? Yeah, first and foremost, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's very important to uh, just just really elaborate here the importance of finding the right people, where to find them. Uh, because if you truly want to be a 1% med spa, if you want to scale to the million, multi-million dollar mark, everything is going to be uh, built around your team. With you at the helm, obviously we've talked about it before, everybody in the boat rowing the same direction. <clears throat> that being said, when you're, when you're looking to either fill a position or even with your own existing team, get people more on board. I think this is a big, big thing too, because you could be working with the team that you already have for a long time. Maybe your business is going in a new direction. You have a new vision for the business. It's equally as important to get the people that you already have on board with that as it is going and finding new people. But in regards to finding new people, this is very important and it can vary. And, 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 and it doesn't matter where you find them as long as you find the right people. Um, Charmaine, can you go ahead and mute yourself? What am I doing? It's background noise. <clears throat> it's actually me bouncing off your walls, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, it's, it's, it, it's, you can get them from anywhere. Now, this varies state by state, right? Some states are a little more um, demanding and, and if you like – a lot of states require you to be an RN if you're going to do a lot of these procedures. There's a couple that don't, you know, the wild, wild west. I know Colorado is one, <clears throat> Texas, I believe, and, and maybe a couple others. But uh, when it comes to finding the people, you really need to make sure that these are people that you know, like, and trust. Now, how do you do that? You know, that that's kind of a big thing and a, and a big step to getting there. So, if, 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 if you're going to be looking for new people, whether it's <clears throat> somebody you may already know, I think that's always the best route, right? Uh, you might even have somebody that is a, a patient of yours that is fully bought into what it is that you do, loves your services. You know, a lot of people will speak up and be, man, I would, I would love to be a part of this or you can reach out to them. Again, in some states, you might need people with certificates, licenses, and so on and so forth, where you might have to go on like Indeed or Monster.com and, you know, find these people. Regardless of where you find them, again, my personal preference has always been in-house. It's how we've cultivated our team with people that we already know, like, and trust that has always delivered very well. It's when we stepped outside of that, that things got a little bit sticky because they didn't align with our vibe. Um, 
after after you find the person, <clears throat> I think now is where the real journey begins, right? Kind of the the get to know you and the the interview process and then everything like that. And everybody's interview process is a little bit different. Some people are a one hit wonder, wham bam, thank you, man. I I, I like you. Uh, you know, see see you Monday. Let's get rolling. I'm not a fan of that approach, but everybody has a different one. Some are very, very, very drawn out two, three, four interviews, you know, knocking people, checking them off the list, um, looking for the the candidate who has the right one, probably experience or two, the, 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 the appropriate credentials. Can they inject, can they run, you know, energy-based devices? Can they provide, you know, the spa side of things with the facials, things like this and, 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 and have all of that. Um, there's, there's several things that we're looking for. And as, as we get going, so I'm not ranting on, uh, we can delve into those a little bit more, um, in this episode, but I think as far as the initial procedure of getting people and getting the right people, this is how we go about beginning the process. Love that. Love that. Charmaine, uh, would love your input on that. Like, how do you guys do that inside of your spa? So for myself, uh, I really uh, focus on team. I want someone that is willing to be a team member all around. If someone is behind, they can go run and get their room ready. Um, For me, it truly is about team and being genuine, authentic, obviously, um, you know, having the right certificates and whatnot. But that's all teachable. You can't teach somebody to have a different personality. That's just them. So, um, you know, you have certain, uh, like, you know, we all have kind of groups of friends. One's kind of the passive one. One is, you know, the delegator, that kind of stuff. So, um, for me, it's all about chemistry. Um, and for the most part, I really like self leading, like leading people that uh, are self starters but also passive enough to be able to take constructive criticism and willing to help out. So for me, that's, I think that's crucial. And love that. I love that. And Dean, you were talking about this earlier when we were talking about like, how do we, how do we talk about this? And there are some tangibles and there are some intangibles that you have to have. You talked about a lot of the tangibles. Charmaine, you talked about a lot of the intangibles. Dean, what other maybe intangibles may you uh, that, that do, do you see a lot of people maybe like skip over just because oh. they are talented? You know, and, and that's an interesting deal, right? So I, I like to look at the tangible and um, intangible concept as like a weight scale. Charmaine, if you could. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's my reverb coming through your speakers. <laughs> it's my fault. I have a loud voice, I guess. Uh, I like to look at it as, a, as, as like a scale and a distribution factor. Obviously, you want the people that have the tangibles fully skilled, you know, like let's just take an injector, for example, highly skilled injector <clears throat> can do multiple procedures across multiple different uh, issues with that happens to be occurring with the patient. Um, but on the other side, you want the intangibles, right? Does this person align with your mission and vision and the company's core values? Because guys, and again, you're probably going to get tired of me saying this, and it'll sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but if you want to be that 1% med spa, if you want to be the million to multi-million dollar med spa who's just rolling in it and creating massive impact and having your people just love you and rave about your services, you need to have these people that share in those core values in that vision and in that mission. Because if you hire the person that only is a really talented injector but does not do this, you're going to hit a ceiling. And I see it 
all the dadgum time. You're going to hit a ceiling and you're not going to get any further than that person because they are going to be like an anchor and, and the person holding you back. Now, if you have other members on your team that do align with that vision, mission and those core values, that ceiling is going to be a lot higher, but it's not going to matter because you're only as strong as your weakest link. This person who doesn't align with that is your weakest link. <clears throat> now, those are like the intangibles that I was talking about. And they have to be 100% on board with that. Again, some of the more specific things Charmaine alluded to, is this person a team player, right? I see it in the industry all the time. We have a lot of divas in this industry, right? Well, I'm the lead injector. I am the laser tech sent from Mount Olympus to grace you with my presence. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, first of all. Secondly, <clears throat> get, get, get your head out of your ass and get, get on board and get rolling the boat with the rest of us, okay? So one thing that we need to do is we need to make sure that we don't have any of these divas. Yes, they can be highly skilled and very good and highly talented, but I would tell you what. Give me somebody that is on board 150% with being a team player and putting the company's mission and vision before themselves. And I will find and pay for the training for that person to become skilled because some of these intangible things you just can't teach. That's exactly right. I think that uh, those are really, really hard to find. And a lot of people skip over those kinds of things. Dean, what's an example of We'll go over mission and vision and core values. We work a lot with this on with our clients just to make sure that they can have a long-term med spa that is doing, you know, $100,000 per month. Um, but like, give us an example of like a mission or a vision or maybe some core values that someone might have established and then maybe someone who might not fit with this. Yeah, absolutely. So just in, in the most basic of terms, your mission is why your company exists, right? Um, and without putting words in anybody's mouths, you know, med spa, you know, you exist to make people feel fucking beautiful and to, to really improve confidence. You know, um, that that is probably a foundational mission. Now, your vision, your vision is so crucial to the growth of your business, because if you don't have one, you don't know where the hell you're going. So a vision for a med spa might be within five, 10 years, you know, we want to be doing, it could be, it could be um, monetary. You know, we want to be in that 1.5 to $2.5 million mark with one location at, uh, I don't know, 38 to 45% profit margin. You know, um, it could be uh, impact driven. You know, we want to have helped, 100,000 people over the next five to 10 years uh, achieve confidence and find beauty within and, and within and without. Um, it could be anything like that, right? And your core values need to kind of align. Your core values, if it's if you're the, the business owner, here's where it's really important to have good people in your corner as well. You can, you can make your personal core values the company's but I don't recommend that. I recommend if you already have people that you employ and you, you employ them for a reason, there's certain aspects of these people's personality and how they carry themselves, the, the way they do things that you admire, that you're attracted to, that you're drawn to. And there's certain components of you where they are, they are you know, uh, magnetized towards you as well. And the best thing that you can do when you're, especially when you're building um, company core values is to talk with these one, two, or three people, depending on who they are, come together in a meeting, sit down and discuss what you appreciate about each of theirs. Love that. They go around, they do the same thing with each, each other and you as the owner. Right. 
and you create a list of 20 to 25. And then what you go do and go through is you go back and you narrow it down to the top three to five. And when you have those, now what you have is basically the, the blueprint of everybody that you're going to hire down the road. And they have to align with these core principles. The, the, yeah, these, these core tenets, if you will, the right. core values. Right. If they don't, they're probably not going to be a fit. But this is highly exactly. So some core values that we see often are having like radical transparency or not sugarcoating things. If you happen to bring somebody on who's kind of just kind of beating around the bush on a few things or might be like uh, like softening some of the blows uh, just to give you like just to keep a smile on your face. That's not somebody you want at your place, right? If you want someone to go over and above on customer service, that means over and above. That means holding the door for somebody as they open, offering them the the, the water as they go in, making sure that you uh, ask questions and follow up and do all those things. And that is part of that over and above customer service. If you're okay with just, you know, like a nine out of 10, but you put your focus on, you know, other places, that's cool too. But you want to make sure that like everyone on your team abides by these same rules. I mean, what are some of like the some of the some of the things that like in, in your spot that you, you you're like, hey, this is a non-negotiable. I know we talked about being a good team member. But what does that mean to you at Renew? Um, selfishness is a no-go. Yeah. Like you are, we are a team, um, and customer always comes first. They have to feel as soon as they walk in that door, they better you better know their name you better know what they're doing and just make them feel welcome. So if you are rude to them, or even if they're not your particular client, they walk by you, you tell them hi, because at one point or another in the, like on the med side, if they're on the med side, they're going to go be on the boss side either way. So those are my non-negotiables on that. Um, I do think chemistry um, between the team teammates um, is very big. So I think even when you are an owner, you have the initial interview and then you have the person interview, um, with, within the team and just see how they interact because, you know, people can interview really, really well and then not be a team player or, you know, act different in different situations. So, um, I think that's very crucial. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, can I, can I interject real quick? One thing Charmaine said I think is of massive value there that I would like to elaborate on a little bit. You know, one of the things that I've done in um, several of our companies is there's like um, a trial period, if you will. You know, like an indoctrination period, uh, a shadowing period, something like that. Um, just to really see if their vibe does in fact fit the tribe. And I, I, I actually encourage a lot of people to do this. Uh, because you, even over the course of three to four interviews, should you drag it out to four plus interviews, you know, we all wear masks and, and we tell people what they want to hear. But if you give somebody 30 to 60 day, you know, kind of like, hey, let's see how this goes, trial period, if you will, <clears throat> it will more and more their personality will start blooming. They're feeling a little bit more comfortable with you. Um, and this you'll, you'll, you'll see about what they're really about. Now, this is the important of getting all your team, your current existing team on board with you too. If you don't come, if you don't currently do this, you should do this with your team now is make sure that you all, you know, come up with some core values and sh share them. Because if you don't, and you're bringing in a new person, a lot of times what happened is the current team that isn't on board, they can, they can 
infect the new the new hire. So this person might have come in with the best of intentions and ready to go and you know ready and raring and just awesome. But if you put them in the same environment with some other people that are shit talkers, clicky, whatever mm. it might fucking be, yep. that will in turn leak onto them and they will become their environment. So it's important to clean up your environment before you bring in anybody new. And that also does uh, boil down to leadership um, and also team meetings. Um, so everybody's on the same page on that. Um, I think that's huge, but definitely that's why, you know, the scorecard is huge, I think, because you can identify that right away. And if they're not the right person, um, if they're lacking on certain things, you can identify that right away and either it can, you can correct it or they, you have to find somebody else to, to fit that seat. Exactly. You got to have the right data for this right person. And mm -hmm. with that, having that person take ownership of their responsibilities, the role that they were hired for. And if they are doing the right thing, they will be able to track the right data and make sure that they're on right. point, make sure they're doing the right thing. Um, and if it's something where that's like a non-negotiable for you, then that's that's part of their job that they have to do, right? And like that's that's part of not just being an injector or whatever you do at the med spa, but it's those other administrative things that they have yeah. to do that, that, that I, people, yeah. I almost think that personality traits and teamwork is mm -hmm. more important than the training because you can always train someone to do something. They can always get better at that. It it's all the other the personality is, is a hundred percent and the way that they treat your clients. Yeah, people love to learn new skills, but it's those foundational things that you will not be able to change in the long run. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Also, I think somebody that's willing to learn and really passionate and excited um, to learn. But. Absolutely. Dean, any other thoughts on uh, finding the right person uh, or any action items that you might suggest to somebody to yeah. get started? Absolutely. Shameless plug, hire us because we have tools for this. We have uh, a personality uh, test that we like to use. We have a people analyzer. We have an accountability chart so everybody knows if, if they're the right person for that seat. And we have a GWC tool to see whether they get it, want it, or have the capacity for it. And we can help walk people through that. Uh, maybe even we can even... Um, just drop a, a one or two of those tools in this in this episode or get something going. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. We'll throw those in the show notes here. Um, I think big thing here is, you know, if you have hired somebody and they have not worked out in the past, that's not necessarily on you, but there is, you know, a, a process to this. It's not just like go find somebody, get them because they're talented. There's so many other intangibles. Uh, and if you feel like that you have plateaued you're not able to kind of continue to scale. You feel like there's always this like personality buffer between you and your employees or some frustration that you're having with your employees. It's time to take a look at the people that you're hiring and kind of maybe give your, your, your spa a refresh. Guys, any last closing thoughts on hiring? Uh, well, with that, that's uh, one of the things like Dean did say um, that he does help assess the right person in the right seat because the good thing about that is that someone uh from the outside looking in obviously he's very trained in that but also 
uh, outer perspective is huge um, with hiring somebody because, you know, you can gravitate to somebody and somebody else can see them a mile away. So I think it's good to have like Dean or, you know, somebody else's point of view. Exactly. Exactly. That's it for this episode, guys. Go find the right people. Make sure that you have a really good fit. Go assess your mission, your vision, and your values for your spa. We will see you in next week's episode.